This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show, presented by Nest Bedding. The three-time manager of the year sits down with Chris Townsend, exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbedding.com today. Here now is Chris Townsend. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show right here on A's Cast, brought to you by Nest Bedding. Check out their stores in the Bay Area, or you can go online, nestbedding.com, for all your betting needs. Use the coupon code OAKLAND to get 10% off your entire order. Here is the skipper right here on A's Cast. How are you, Bob? Doing all right. We, uh, you know, it was nice to see some people in the ballpark last night. You know, obviously we didn't lose, we, we lost the game, but it was an exciting game. It felt like Oakland baseball again, and... You know, hopefully there's more of that to come because it was a much better atmosphere and our fans typically bring that when they come out in full force. Yeah, and I know for us, you know, selfishly being on the field again yesterday for the first time since 2019 and then looking out at all the A's fans and everybody in the stands, it's just so refreshing because it's been so long since we've seen a crowd like that. You got to go back to the 2019 wildcard game. Yeah, it's been too long, so finally feel like it's getting a little closer to normalcy we had you know a bunch of people out in the giant series we had pretty good crowds at the yankee series and and certainly last night so hopefully we're getting back to where baseball is and and that is really spurred on by the fans that that make this game what it is you know one thing that you guys have hit a lot of solo home runs just how much would it be for you guys to start hitting some more when guys are on base it would. You know, we're going through a little tough period offensively right now. I think at one point we were, we're third or fourth in the league in offense, and now we're kind of more middle of the pack. So, you know, we've had some injuries. Obviously, Mark Cannon does not help uh, having him out. But, you know, it's, it's just kind of the ebbs and flows of the season, and, and we're going to pick it up again. I'm confident of that. You know, we've, we've been a little too streaky this year with some win streaks and, and some losing streaks and so forth, and uh, I think at some point – we get it ironed out a little bit more so as far as consistency because we have guys that with, with the ability to do that. You know, when I think about Mark Cannon and what he means to your ball club, not only offensively but defensively, uh, was, was a little bit shocked when he started talking about, you know, shots in both uh, hips and, and an epidural in the back. Uh, how is he doing? You know what? He's here today and he feels great. So it's just about ramping him back up and not giving him too much right away. You know, getting him in the cage, getting him running on the field, running some bases and so forth. I originally thought that, uh, you know, we wouldn't see him until the after the All-Star break. That still could be the case, but I think that maybe there's some hope out that we see him maybe in Dallas for the last series of the first half. So that's what we're hoping for. But he had a smile on his face today, and he felt a lot better than he did when I last saw him. You know, years ago, but like back when you're playing, guys would always go down for a rehab assignment. Like we didn't see that with Ramon Laureano. It's like... Guys start taking BP, guys can run the bases, and and let's get it going again. How has that changed to where maybe you don't necessarily need to go down and play some games, you can just get right back into action at the big league level? Yeah, it just depends on how long you're out. And, 
you know, it's, it's, we, 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 in the Ramones case, you know, we had JB Wendelkin who was, who was getting ready to go on a rehab assignment. So we were able to get some at bats for him here. Um, you know, some guys need the at bats guys like Coco crisp did not, uh, other guys need a few Steven Piscotti's going to go out for a couple games, uh, here tonight, tomorrow. And then we look to get him back, but it just depends kind of how long you've been out. And, and if guys need to see, feel like they need to see some at bats. So, uh, each guy kind of handles it uh, a little differently. You know, for me, I love to see aggressive. Make the other team have to make the perfect play. And I think we had that last night. And Kike Hernandez, you know, fundamentally did it, you know, the right way. But I like a third base coach who likes to challenge arms, make you make the great play. Talk about how being aggressive is important for the Oakland Athletics. Well, yeah, and, and you have to even – I agree with you, and you have to even look at further. We, You know, offensively, we've been a little slow here recently. We're down at the bottom of the order. you got a strikeout guy on the mound. So it's a chance that you had to take. You have to make them make a great play, and they did. You know, not only the, the throw. You know, he's coming in hard, running after it, didn't really have a ton of time to set his feet. Uh, and, then, and then Vasquez made a great play behind the plate, too, to, to, to get the tag on him and – you know, you got to force them to, to make a really good play. We did last night. It just didn't work out for us. But there are certain times when, you know, you're not doing things well offensively. You have to be aggressive. Last night was one of them. Man, you think about back when you played, Bob, and a play like that, the guy, it, probably a good chance is going to blow you up, right? I mean, you, you, I mean, it's almost like a football play where you're standing still and a guy's going to be coming at you full steam. Just how much has that play changed over the years to where now the catcher can really just concentrate on, on – on, and especially if it's a one-hop throw, it's an easy catch tag, not worrying about the contact coming down on them. It is a lot different. I mean, that, that's the one thing you really did have to worry about and – and you knew it was going to happen. You know, close plays most of the time, especially with some big guys, uh, you're going to get you're going to get your share of lumps back there. Uh, not the case now. So what he did really well was the throw was a little bit up the third baseline, and he kind of backed up into that line uh, where the ball was. So it wasn't it wasn't invoking the blocking the plate without the ball rule, and kind of forced uh, Brownie to go inside a little bit more, which typically would slow you down a little bit. And then he made a great tag on him. So. Yeah, you can do some things a little bit differently without uh, having to worry about getting ending up in the dugout somewhere and, and waking up a couple minutes later. So a little different now, but uh, I think as far as the safety part of it goes, uh, you're seeing less injuries with catchers on those type of plays. Did you ever get really blown up in your day? Andres Galarago hit me so hard in, 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 call, in uh, Montreal one time that he hit me on the dirt, and I think my head was the first thing that hit the ground, and that was on the turf. And uh, I, I did not – it took a minute for me to kind of figure out where I was. So, yeah, uh, Jack Clark hit me one time at home plate. <laughs> Jack Clark. Um, yeah, I mean, they're the, yeah, yeah, just part of the game back then. You knew it was going to happen, and, you know, it was just part of it, but uh, not the case now. God, I remember Mike Sosha when I was a kid. He would just – he would line up. I mean, he would – you had to go through him. Mike Social would be, he was going to block the plate. It was against the rule. No one ever called it. And you played against Mike. I mean, he was a big guy, and he had no problem taking on that, that, that kind of hit. He loved it, and he had kind of a big backside. And, and a lot of times, he never even tagged you. He just let you run into his backside, and you never got to the plate. And that was just part of his game. He was the best I'd ever seen at it. I remember Chili one time blew him up. Uh, when I was with the Giants, Chili blew him up really good one time, and and 
you know, it was the only time I think I saw somebody get the better of him. Uh, he really relished those situations. He was prepared for it. He had the ballast and, and the balance to just kind of make it bounce off him. Uh, he made it pretty difficult for you to get to home plate. You know, the guy you got going today, and of course this will p- be played throughout the week, I just want to talk about Cole Irvin, what he's meant to your team as somebody who not only has given you a lot of quality outings, he's given you a lot of innings. He has, like a lot of our starters have. So, yeah, I mean, he, he went through a really consistent period, then had three or four games where we had a little bit of a tough time and then came back in a game against the Giants that we really needed to win and p- pitched his best game of the year, which is last time out. So, yeah, we, we, I don't think we expected to get what we've gotten out of him to this point, um, you know, and give him a lot of credit. He, you know, he won a job out of spring training. He continues to pitch in the rotation and give us innings and give us a chance to win. So, you know, when you have some injuries or some guys – you know, that, that uh, need to be sent down or performance or whatever, uh, you need the kind of depth like that. And that's, that was a big pickup for us that was kind of under the radar uh, in spring training and has is, is emerged to be one of our, our consistent starters here now. And yesterday, talking to Chris Bassett uh, about James Caprelli and, I mean, Cap, I mean, we had no idea what it was going to be like when he got called up. I got to see him just briefly last year. Uh, just talk about what you've seen in Cap and what he's been able to give you, kind of with a, a bulldog mentality. He has. And, you know, you look at the velocity and then the swings and misses that he gets. You know, he doesn't throw 97, but he hides the ball really well. He locates it, especially to righties down and away really well. He's got a sharp slider that looks just like his fastball. He's got a good changeup that kind of works off his fastball to left-handers. And he's very competitive. And, and we another guy that we really didn't expect to get this kind of consistency, um, you know, at this point in time in the season. He's gone through a couple years injury-wise where he just wasn't able to, to post up consistently. And now all of a sudden with an opportunity, he's emerged as, as, as a guy that we feel like we're going to have a great chance to win every time he takes the mound. So uh, a lot of credit goes to him, too, in, in get, you know, working through these injuries and, and taking advantage of an opportunity when you get one. You know, you, you, you just never know as a manager which players are going to evolve into your best players. And I don't know what – if I would have asked you this question years ago, do you ever see Chris Bassett being your best pitcher? Do you ever see Chris Bassett being an all-star? Do you ever see Chris Bassett truly being a leader in your clubhouse to where – we talked to him yesterday and he said this the other day in, in, in post game where – I don't want to talk about Colorado. I don't want to talk about the All-Star game. I just care about winning. All I want to do is win and win for this team. What is that like for you when you watch a player evolve underneath you and turn into the type of person and leader he's turned into? Yeah, you don't see it very often, and I I wish I could tell you that I saw this coming. Um, I, I saw a talented guy that needed to put some things together who is very competitive and has a has a serious competitive streak. So you always kind of held out hope that, that he would emerge into something like this. You know, and then just when it looked like he had a chance to maybe crack the rotation, then he has Tommy John and then has to wait another year and then goes back and forth between the bullpen and starting. Uh, but it, it, it takes a special guy to be able to, to this look kind of late in your career to, to evolve into what is our number one starter and a guy that leads our rotation. And, you know, I know he doesn't want to talk about Colorado, but I do. I think he deserves to be there, and I think everybody in our team does as well. So we all have our fingers crossed that, that tomorrow uh, he gets selected. 
but like you said, he doesn't really dwell on it too much right now. He's, he's in the midst of a, a season that we're trying to accomplish some great things, and he's been right in the middle of it. You know, I asked David Force this yesterday on the general manager show, and I want to ask you, uh, what does it mean when your players do get selected to the All-Star game? Oh, it's just it's great. I mean, you know, there, there are plenty of meetings I have to have where you're sending somebody down or releasing somebody, and, and those wear on you a little bit. You know, you're affecting people's lives. But to be able to reward guys with in telling them that they're on the All-Star team is one of the special moments of the season. It always comes with the caveat of, you know, somebody gets left out and we're probably going to have one or two guys left out is my guess. But, um, you know, we're certainly pulling hard for Ole. We're certainly pulling hard for Chris. And then I think guys like, you know, Lou and, and even Murph, if you look at his numbers, Petit, there's some outliers too that we hope. Um, but we'll, we'll pull hard for our guys tomorrow and hopefully we'll have more than one uh, special announcement. You know, I, I was saying yesterday on our show on A's Cast Live, like when you get selected to the All-Star team for the rest of your life, you know, my grandfather was a seven-time All-Star. You go to my grandfather's baseball reference page or his Wikipedia page, and it, and it shows when he – so it's it's the rest of your life, and even when you're even when you're dead, it will always say you're an All-Star. So I, I think people really don't understand how big a deal this is. It is, and you try not to dwell on it too much, and – but, but in the back of your mind, I mean, this is a special moment. You know, it's, it's similar to, you know, winning a world championship and getting that ring. It's something that's never going to be taken away from you. And when you, you know, when you go on that line with, with the, the best of the rest out, you know, and, uh, when you take the line at the all-star game, it, it is a special feeling. And, you know, it's something you can't really, uh, you know, explain. So, uh, you're exactly right. That that never goes away. You always have that moniker, and you always have that in your back pocket that I was an all-star. Well, Bob, we always appreciate the time. Good luck the rest of the way with Boston and then in Houston, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Tony. That's the Bob Melvin Show brought to you by nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep. Go to their stores in the Bay Area or go online, nestbedding.com. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off all of your bedding needs. That's nestbedding.com. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.